You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Welcome back to Sprott Money News. It is Friday, August 26th, and this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual is Eric Sprott. Eric, happy Friday to you. Hey, Craig. Happy Friday to you, too. Uh, we're sort of midway through the day here. We've had... Uh, Chairwoman Yellen, give her chat, and uh, there'll be lots of uh, things to talk to talk about. No doubt about that. It's been a rather eventful week. Even though silver closed at nineteen thirty last Friday, it was at eighteen seventy one within the first five minutes back on Sunday, and now we're actually up from there. It looks pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> well, as you know, and I, I know you talk this very, very often. We did have options expiry Thursday evening last evening. And um, it looked like they wanted to get silver down to 1850 to uh, have some of those options expire worthless. And, of course, if they expire worthless, the commercials make more money. Uh, same thing with gold around, I guess, 1920 or 25 area. Uh, so it looks like they, they accomplished in the short term um, what they wanted to. And even as a reflect on it, you know, somebody came in and sold $1.5 billion of gold in one minute there. I thought, you know, if you sell one point Five billion of gold, and um, you lose uh, 50, you lose one percent because the price of gold it went down one percent. Uh, you lose fifteen million. But you, uh, I wonder how many millions of dollars of options losses have you just caused to happen because of that? And two, are you even able to? Maybe you could buy it back again. Well, you sell it up there and buy it back again. So you might not even have lost on the gold for that matter. So you can see why the game is is played the way it is. Uh, so I think that's had a lot to do with, you know, why we're rebounding today. Of course, the, the bigger story is uh, Chairwoman uh, Yellen's uh, chat. And, of course, initially the headlines were, you know, there's uh, certain signs that the economy has strengthened, which would uh, give more credibility to a rate increase, something along those lines. Okay? And, of course, I'm sitting there thinking, well, let me just think of the things that have strengthened here. <clears throat> Both the PMIs weakened. The GDP was revised down. Productivity growth is negative. Uh, the level of defaults is rising rapidly, particularly on subprime auto loans. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. I don't know what she's looking at. Oh, and even the comments from the people at uh, at the various, you know, Dollar General and Dollar Tree, how, you know, the, the lower income people who, who shop there, they're facing higher rents, higher medical care. And it's not good. And they basically came out and said, it's not good, okay? Any of the, anybody suggesting things are getting better, it's not getting better. So, again, our same theme, there is no recovery, but the first chairwoman Yellen somehow sees it as things are strengthening. So we, we will continue to disagree on that, but that was kind of the, like the initial headline. And in fact, I think gold was, which had been up 10 bucks, went flat immediately. Of course, then it's rallied back to, uh, plus whatever, 10 or 11 or 12 uh, as we speak. So I, I think people read through the speech. It was basically a kind of an economics lesson on what the Fed could do in the next crisis uh, and that where our tools are going to be adequate and maybe we might have to, you know, get put another 10, $2 trillion in the balance sheet to deal with things. But uh, we think the Fed's capable of dealing with the next crisis. And, of course, it's interesting to reflect on that, Craig, because the last crisis, with all those tools, I think what they've been able to do is just hold it together. 
They've held it together. But in the meantime, their balance sheets exploded by $4 trillion. And, and, and when I mean hold it together, we've had almost no growth. So do we really, do we, do we really expect the same sort of thing to happen in the next crisis? You're going to hold it together again? I rather doubt that. Interesting that they're already anticipating the next crisis, too. Yeah, well, that's, that's the whole other thing. <laughs> well, we probably have been in the, the crisis for the last uh, ten year, last eight years, quite frankly. Never has ended. You're right. We've had an interesting week, though, with the metals being down most of the week, as uh, almost today seemed like a classic sell-the-rumor-buy-the-news type of event, Eric. Uh, the mining shares, though, really got worked over a couple of days ago. They've since recovered some. I would suspect you have some words of wisdom you might share with uh, mining shareholders. Well, you know, it's funny. When I saw that down day, and, you know, that particular day, the, the gold price wasn't even down 1%. <laughs> and for some reason, the stocks were down like 8 to 10 and which sort of confounded me, and and I, I I compared it to January 18th of this year, when on that day stocks, especially on stocks, were down five percent, and no apparent reason. There just there was no apparent reason, but they're down five percent. And interestingly, the next day was the bottom of the cycle for gold stocks, Jan 19th, 20, 2016, and we went up 150 percent from there. And I'm kind of expecting that that big decline that we just experienced is probably the interim bottom here for another rally, which will extend for quite a long time. Because I don't really believe the market is not worried about rate increases. That's the last thing that anybody took out of this discussion by Yellen, uh, because the stock market rallied after that, the gold market rally. I mean, I don't think anybody that treats as serious uh, the Fed suggesting that uh, we're going to have rate increases or some kind of monetary tightness. When the whole, di- the whole discussion in their paper was about, you know, how how we, we could be dovish again in the next recession and, and find all this money to spend and maybe broaden the asset classes we purchase. I mean, it was all super dovish. So, the market knows exactly what the Fed is more concerned. They're not concerned about raising rates, believe me. They're concerned about making, trying to hold us in here, which has proven to be very difficult. So I think we may have, we may have hit an interim bottom here. Uh, that day we were down 8%. Yes, and I noted uh, that day one of the key technical indicators of whether things are overbought or oversold is the relative strength index. It got to a low uh, back on, what was it, Wednesday? That was lower than it has been all year. It, has, it hadn't been lower in the last 12 months. So that might wow. be telling people something as well. Yeah. And, and I would say, Craig, uh, you know, I continue to buy things. Uh, I've had uh, one company announce that I, you know, took on over a 10% interest uh, this week. And uh, believe me, I enjoy every day trying to look for opportunities. And there's been some exciting uh, drill results by various companies. Uh, I'm sort of I'm amazed at some of the drill cores that I'm seeing being announced by all manner of companies. So I think it's uh, it's getting more exciting. And, of course, now that we've had this, um, you know, for sale sign put on things, I was active yesterday in some of the uh, names that I own, just trying to buy some stocks in the cheap course. It didn't last long. The minute you show a bid, everything 
spurts right back up again. So I think a, a lot of the whole decline might, might have been orchestrated to try to get people to, to sell out of the bottom. But I, I would certainly encourage uh, our listeners to hang in there. I think we got a nice run in front of us. I'm with you on that one. As we round the corner now into next week, Eric, it's kind of the last week of summer. Uh, it'll be a three-day weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend here in the U.S., one weekend from now. So a lot of folks will be out and on vacation next week. Uh, you kind of get through the silver expirations and the contract rolls and the September Comex silver. Do you expect much next week, or will we all just kind of be on hold waiting for that employment number next Friday? Well, I think it's a, it's a, you know, we should be looking at a pretty strong period here, a seasonally strong period, right? So I'm not so sure there's going to be any uh, value in waiting for it to start when you kind of know it's going to start. I mean, we're going to have uh, the Indian uh, Indian uh, continent uh, buying uh, back gold again. We're going to have the Chinese leading up to the Christmas and, and the Chinese New Year come back into play. It's typically a very strong time for gold and gold equities. So even though it's a short uh, a short week, I mean, we can have, as you know, I mean, we have very, very explosive days in the upside in these gold stocks. I mean, there's many of the day that's, you know, somewhere between 2 and 5% up in a day. So, And I think that, you know, this whole concern that we've gone through for the last, whatever number of weeks it is about the Fed possibly suggesting that they're going to raise rates, which is the same stuff we've been going through for the last 10, no, make that 15 years. <laughs> uh, and again, another failure to, to perform, if you will, because there's not going to be any rate increases, but they keep, keep throwing it out there. And uh, when will we all finally learn, you know, how many times are you going to fool us uh, before we finally figure it out? And I think that this, as these, Gold stocks rally here again. We'll all figure out that uh, they're just setting us up for a fall, and there was another fake out. So try to stay the course. Well, we will do just that, my friend. And I very much look forward to speaking with you next Friday after that. Well, will surely be marketed and advertised as the most important jobs report of all time. Uh, it should, right. be, should make for a rather interesting discussion next Friday, too. I'll look forward to that, Craig. All the best to you. All right, Eric. Have a great weekend. And from everyone here at Sprott Money News, thanks for listening.